welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Remanu Cherry Show. It's Tuesday, Boot Camp for Your Soul, and we're talking about spirit guides. What are they up to during this busy holiday season? I can tell you that they are indeed uh, very uh, active with lots of activity because most human beings... Um, Holidays bring up a lot of emotions. Not everybody's happy about it. Some people are ecstatic. Uh, people are shopping, putting up trees, cooking. And sometimes people are having to decide who they're going to spend time with during the holidays. And a lot of times people spend time with people they really don't want to spend time with during the holidays. So there's a lot going on and there's a lot of potential for healing during the holidays. And spirit guides, they work together. So let's say you, uh, you know, of course, are a member of a family. And maybe you even enjoy your family, but maybe there's one family member that you kind of don't really like, but they're coming to Christmas dinner and you're already preparing yourself. It's only December 6th, but you're already preparing yourself for this maybe awkward moment um, in the kitchen <laughs> with Uncle Carl or something of that nature. So there's a lot of stress that's occurring. And uh, Uncle Carl's guides and your guides are having private meetings. They're chatting about how in the world can we make these two forget the past, move forward, uh, and really authentically enjoy the holiday together and not be caught up in something that maybe was just a misperception? At any rate, you can, as you can only imagine with all the dysfunction that we have in our families, the spirit guides are working overtime. <laughs> so they're trying to help people move through what should be a really blessed event for all of us just to come together you know, share some holiday cheer, take some time off from work, hopefully not overspend on unnecessary items, and actually just really enjoy ourselves and one another. So yes, indeed, they are very busy today. So that's what we're going to be talking about, Spirit Guides. I'll talk more about where they come from, at least from my perspective, and how you can connect more deeply with them. But why don't we go ahead and start um, going to the phone lines, because on Tuesdays, um, we tend to take more calls on Tuesdays. On Thursdays, I interview people, and of course, we take calls then too, but maybe not as many. So who do we have on the phone lines, Eric? Well, let me ask you a question, though. Okay. <laughs> do spirit guides, do they celebrate the holidays? Do no. they ever get a break? <laughs> yeah, No, they're kind of like, uh, well, I think they celebrate all the time. They're more evolved than we are. Uh -huh. At least that's what we think, right? That's why we ask them before we incarnate into a body if they would be our guide, if they would offer us profound information so that we will make really great decisions about our life, which human beings have a hard time with, you know, with our ego and our fear. We're usually in some sort of panic mode when we're making decisions rather than, you know, going towards those things that bring us the most joy. I actually don't really know for sure if they celebrate Christmas. I doubt it. I think it's a human holiday. Yeah. I don't think it's really celebrated out in the cosmos. I guess I'm more curious if they ever get a vacation because yeah. <laughs> it seems like that would be a lot of work being someone's spirit guide and you got to be their spirit guide your, their whole life. You know, that's up to like 110 years, you know, of <laughs> constant attention. No, you're right. It, it is. It's like being a, a very well manicured, unconditionally loving, not too much baggage parent, you know, right. <laughs> like you're really healed 
or at least more so than the person that you're guiding um, so that you can have a very healthy perspective as you help them maneuver through the earth. No, but as you ask that question, I can actually see champagne glasses coming together and clinking, you know? <laughs> so apparently they are letting you know that they do party. <laughs> I guess there's times when people are asleep. <laughs> they right. can enjoy. That's a great point. They can take a little nap and take a little <laughs> yeah, rest That's themselves. a great point. All right, let's do go to the phone calls. Let's talk to uh, Jennifer in Seattle right now. Uh, hi, Jennifer. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I love your work. Oh, thank you very much. Um, well, I would like to know from my spirit guides, I was um, guided previous earlier in my life that I would be doing work with a significant other, and um, and I felt like it was supposed to start around now, and it, and my... Um, Life has opened up in terms of my previous career falling away. Yay! But yeah, yeah. But um, my significant other left this world a couple of years ago. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So I'm not sure how that plan was supposed to take place (laughs) or what. Yeah. Well, you know, there are many people that we could potentially partner with. And, uh-huh. and over time we change. And so perhaps your previous partner, obviously it was their time to go, you know, it was in their best interest. And so they are now, you know, he is now living on the other side. Um, and, and so that means you're getting ready for a new partner. But what I would do is get rid of your expectations about it. Cause notice what you said. I have this thought, which is really an expectation that I'm going to partner with someone and we're going to work together. Right. You have this grand scheme. And I'm not saying that that couldn't potentially come true, but a lot of times the things that are in our highest good aren't things that we sense on the radar. And, and even if they are similar, they still happen very differently. And so it's very important if you can back out of those expectations, which we've been talking a lot about um, right. on the show. And actually, your guides are talking to me right now. They said that you're a very focused individual and you make great plans. And so you have a fair amount of expectations. Is that true? Right. But I really thought that the, the idea of working with another person was something that came through me, not from my conscious mind, but mm-hmm. was, was from beyond. But Well, um, and the, it's very possible. But what if, what if it, the person that you end up working closely with isn't a partner in terms of romance? What mm-hmm. if it's someone that you, you have a soul connection to, um, mm-hmm. but it's not the person that you're actually going to be living with? Just like, you know, people are constantly looking for soulmates and partners. And Alyssa one day pointed out to me, you know, people can have deep, soulful relationships with their children. Or as my guides explained, a dolphin, you know. So we have these ideas on how things have to be and we're exact about it. We're very black and white. And when we do that, we actually limit what your guides can bring into this reality to help fulfill um, a deep passion that you may not even have an awareness about. And so it's very important to back out of those expectations. Right. Okay. Do you see what I mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Good. And so congratulations. You have this free time. Um, Yeah. yeah. And I would, um, what I'm being told to is I would spend some time uh, regarding you and just having fun. Because when you look at your partnership, there's this whole thing about work involved, Uh you know. And I I think what's really important is when we come together with people to truly enjoy each other's company. And right. have a lot more pleasure than work, perhaps. Okay. Okay? Okay, thank you so You're much. You're welcome, and happy holidays. Thanks, you too. All righty. All right, now let's talk to Nicola in Bellingham. 
Hi, Nicola. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? Good. It's great to hear your voice again. You too. You too. What can I do for you? Well, I was actually calling about a skin rash and not knowing that we were going to be talking about guides and maybe I'll just go to, are there any messages? Yeah, sure, sure. So, but we can, we can handle both of these things. So you have a skin oh, rash. Okay, uh-huh. It's, it comes and goes. Uh-huh. So how long has it been coming and going? Uh, for about nine years. Uh-huh. And I was thinking it was uh, food-related and maybe uh, emotional thought-related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the skin is um, completely governed by the seventh chakra. I shouldn't say completely, but it has a big processed part of it, the seventh chakra and your connection to source and spirit. And it's been this rash has been hanging around for about a month now. Is that true? Yeah, probably more so, more prominent. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, because that's what it, I get 30 days. All right, so the seven chakras about your connection to spirit. You are actually quite good at listening to your spirit guides, at least in my mm-hmm. opinion you are. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. that true? Um, yeah. One of the things though, is, uh, that's challenging for you, though, is actually taking their advice and putting it into action. <laughs> is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so I think what happens is in this beautiful connection between your spirit guides and yourself, which we're really all one. If we look at the you know the largest picture of co-creation, mm-hmm. uh, th- there kind of comes this irritation. You know, there's like this irritating energy that comes down your seventh chakra, almost when you're pushing back because they're t- you can hear them clear as you know you could the doorbell or. Mm-hmm. Someone speaking to you, but then you just go, uh, and you kind of push it all away mm-hmm. versus going, yeah, I, I know guys, but I'm going to really need some help doing this because I'm terrified to move forward in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I think it would be, if you can have more of a conversation that's honest with your spirit mm-hmm. guides, mm-hmm. Um, then I think that the irritation that I think is actually coming from your energy, because you want them to tell you something different, like, oh, you're going to win the lotto tomorrow or something like that. Versus all the things that can help you move in your life very successfully, and then this isn't just about money, but just very successfully in a way that also is enormously fulfilling for you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and sometimes certain things have to move out of the way because they actually sabotage our energy system. This could be a person or a job or a home, um, but they may seem like solid structures that we feel like we have no control over or that if we move them out of the way, we're just going to be lost but that's fear and fear is rarely if ever real you know it's an illusion right right? Mm -hmm. so so i would start having honest conversations with your guides because they can then more readily help you find what you need to get the comfort that is necessary for you to feel confident enough to make the changes that you know could possibly be in your best interest Mm-hmm. And then I think your skin's going to calm down. In fact, as soon as you start having the conversation, okay, I hear you fine, but I'm scared to death and I don't know what to do. Um, I think that your skin's going to calm down at that moment, actually. Okay, great. Yeah. So it's probably not food related then. Well, you've other. kind of gone through all the food. I mean, I've just seen <laughs> <laughs> you've eliminated a X, Y, and Z. So unless you hit on something like, oh, it's for sure sugar or wheat, you know, I think that with the irritation, certain things are going to push you on the edge, you know, and okay. it's not predictable. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, just one of these uncomfortable, unpredictable things. But when you start to have more of an honest conversation with your guides, which means with yourself, ultimately, yeah. then the irritation is going to calm down and uh, your skin will be better. 
Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day in Bellingham. <laughs> thank you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's go down to my hometown. Oh, I, I've nice. never seen a call from my hometown. <laughs> so very cool to uh, bring on Barbara from Redding, California. Lovely. Hi, Barbara. How are you? I'm fine. Well, I'm not actually fine, but oh. I'm calling because of health issues, and I'm not sure this is the time to discuss yes, that Yes, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go right okay. ahead. What my can I do for you? My who lives in Sun Valley, Idaho, gave me your number, Aww. and she is really into health, healing touch. Oh, Yeah. Asthma. Three, well, it's before years in February that I was diagnosed with PMR, mm. polymyalgia rheumatica. Okay. And I can't seem to, and I've been on prednisone for that long. Yeah, no fun. And I'm getting off the prednisone. Oh, good. But it's been very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I went to Stanford because I thought, well, I want to know what the cause of this is. Right. And he felt that it might not have ever, even been PMR, that he still feels right now that I have costochondritis because I have such pain in my chest. Uh-huh. Right. And in my arms. And, right. But now that I'm going off the prednisone, I'm, <laughs> I have pain everywhere. Right, right, So right. I was just, she said I should call you. And I'm so glad she did. I love Sun Valley, Idaho. I'll be there oh, in May. Gorgeous. Isn't it yes. gorgeous there? Oh, it's yes. just lovely. I have some dear friends that live and there. And Reading is really pretty, too. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, it sounds like it. it. sounds like Eric misses it. Uh, you know, I get my fill when I go down for a Christmas, oh, which I'm going to do. Oh, wonderful. So. Oh, you, live, you, you have parents here? That's right, yeah. Oh. Oh, nice. that's so nice. Whole extended family. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. I might nice. even know them. I, that's very did possible. Did you go to school in Reading? Uh, yes, I did. I went to Enterprise, in fact. Oh, you went to Enterprise. Yeah. I worked at Shasta. I just retired from Shasta. Right Lovely. On. Such a small world. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. So, interesting enough, this is one of the things I love about the show is because people who don't even know each other who are living in different parts of the country are calling in almost on the same subject matter, which is, I think is fantastic. So really your disease process is of the seventh chakra. It's central nervous system. You have a central nervous system problem going on. In fact, even when I look at your seventh chakra, you have sparks flying off the vortex, literally, you know, and you have a very large seventh chakra. So that is an indicator to me that you have a strong connection to source or God or something that gives you some sort of peace. For many people, even nature can be a representation of creation. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when people throw sparks off of their seventh chakra, one of the things that can be a leading factor to the misfiring of this vortex, which governs all the skin and the um, nervous system, primarily the peripheral, but it has a strong connection because of the tip of the cone of the chakra sits in the brain. It has a connection to the central nervous system, but it's primarily peripheral. That's why you're having all these weird symptoms all over your body that are really hard to track and very difficult to diagnose. And and then you're also going to have a second chakra that's going to be connected to any form of chronic illness, but serious illnesses and mild, but more so we look at this you know, very focused when we look at serious illnesses is the third chakra, the immune system. So something within your immune system has taken a little crash and then your seven chakra is misfiring, which it probably has been doing for a very long time, just like your immune system has been breaking down over decades, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. And and so the the solar plexus, the third chakra is all about self-love. So the premise in energy medicine is that the more you love yourself, the healthier you will be. And then the seventh chakra is about really recognizing your divinity, that you are an in individual person. It's, it's not about fitting in and doing all the right things. It's really about allowing yourself to be individualized and recognizing how special and beautiful that is. So in, in a way, both of these are about self-recognition, self-worth, self-love. And so what I would love for you to do, and I'm surrounding you in white light, by the way, because your, your body is not at all happy about the pain that's starting to come back. 
You know, it's no, it's, it's kind of screaming at me. And, and you, <laughs> you are funny about it. You know, you put humor in it, and I appreciate that. But it is a huge distraction in your life, right? Yes. It's very um, challenging. So I'm just surrounding you in white light as we're having this conversation because your body's asking me to, like, don't go away. Don't hang up. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> um, and so what I would love for you to do is to do a, a very common exercise that actually comes from therapy where you look in the mirror and you say kind and loving, beautiful things about you. Like, I'm okay. learning to fall in love with this woman. <laughs> I think she's amazing. Okay. Okay. Do you think you could do that? Yeah, I can do it. Yay. And don't. You have to believe it. <laughs> well, and sometimes, you know, we start exercises that we don't believe in. Like I right. started writing a book way before I ever thought it would ever get published. I mean, I didn't write the book to get published. I wrote it because I was having a blast, but getting published was the last thing on my mind. So it takes a while to convince the personality about what the soul already knows. And that's one of the reasons why we have lifetimes on earth so that we can evolve aspects of ourselves that don't think that we're amazing or that we're individuals or that we are divinely loved. And, and so that's part of your homework assignment. Also, along with these two interesting chakras that you have going on, your seventh and your third, is just a little bit of stubbornness. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So because I'm in your spine and I can see how strong your will is. So just a little bit of stubbornness hanging out. So when you feel that stubborn energy, you know, where you want to push back, take a deep breath and tell yourself that you're safe and allow wisdom to come to you from whatever avenue is available. Okay. Okay. And, and keep me posted. I want to know how you're doing. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Have a beautiful day in Redding, California. Thank you. You too. Right. And if you see any Duffies, say hello for me. I will. Bye-bye. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Bye-bye. We're going to take a break here on the Rain Cherry Show, and are, are we're playing fun music, aren't we still? Absolutely. We're oh. going to listen to the music. All right. We're going to listen to the music. We'll be right back. Are you new to the fields of energy medicine, Reiki, or subtle energy therapies? Are you looking for a mentor or for insight and guidance into your health or destiny or for connecting with a loved one on the other side? Travis Taylor is described by other healers as a soul whisperer who nourishes the spirit and enlightens the being. As an empath, energy intuitive, and clairvoyant medium, he offers individual sessions, classes, workshops, and mentoring programs that will improve your health and well-being, expand your consciousness, and cultivate your soul. For more information about Travis and his upcoming events, please visit empathichealing.com. That's empathic healing.com be well have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin marie has a set of dvds that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom insight and a dash of humor the healing from within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. 
there's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Listen live at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. And you know, it's really, it is important to listen to music because guides sometimes deliver messages through song. So it's very important to be present, whatever you're doing, whatever you're paying attention to, because everything is alive with energy and a beautiful insight can come through anything, even a song. Yeah. Amazing. Cool. I know. So why don't we go back to the phone lines and see what's going on in still our part of the world over here. Yeah. Let's find out what's going on in Lake Forest Park. Let's talk to Tony. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hi, Marie. Doing good. How great. are you? I'm great, thank you. What can I do for you? Um, well, uh, let's see. Last time I spoke with you, you'd, uh, we were talking about spirit guides, and uh, you had mentioned, like, I was having trouble trying to kind of pin down how many I had and who they were and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had mentioned something about the archways. Yeah. I, were you taking, were you in the spirit guide class, Tony? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You had so many guides. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, too. it was overwhelming how many, I mean, you were just surrounded. Yeah, and I think, and you had mentioned that would be partially, or part of the reason why I was having trouble just kind of pinning it down. Well, like yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just like being in a crowd, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. And, and things really haven't changed much in that respect. And, of course, it's a very good thing. And it means that a lot of things are changing in your life mm-hmm. rapidly. And so needing extra help from guides who, you know, don't want to be bored and don't want to play Monopoly. So they come and hang out with Tony and help him move through what he considers some challenges in his life. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, and since then, I haven't really, I keep trying to do the exercise. It's still difficult, which still makes sense, but kind of frustrating. But Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. I also get these really vivid, long like lucid dreams at night wow and um last night i had this one and it's really easy like to kind of discredit 
some of them and be right. like, oh, well, you were just dreaming. Right. Um, and last night I felt like there was at least two or three spirit guides that showed themselves mm-hmm. and, like, communicated with me. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if there was any, like, is there anything you could see or feel that would kind of maybe confirm what I'm ah, so up on, So a big if, part of this is learning to trust. I don't right. know if you know that or not. Okay. Some of the most... <laughs> No, really, some of the most profound experiences I've ever had in my life in terms of information for me personally have come in dreams. I don't remember most of my dreams, but there's five dreams that I've had so far in my lifetime. And obviously, you know, years apart from one another that were indicators like precognitive information that literally changed my life, like on a dime. <laughs> and and I and, and so I think since I'm thinking of that right now and you and I are having a conversation about it because I wasn't planning on having a conversation with you about that. That's another way that we know that we're connected to our intuition because it's more spontaneous. There's a flow okay. in it like the dream. It was spontaneous. You weren't yeah, and then controlling I it. Happened to be able to listen to your show today. And the first thing you start talking about was spirit guides. I'm Isn't like, okay, that, I got a call. Yeah. So I would trust the information that you received. Okay. I would absolutely 100% trust it. And for you, the more you trust it, the stronger your ability will be to define it and translate it. Like this one, I think, was fairly clear. I really don't know what happened in the dream. In fact, they're almost like telling me that it's like me deciphering it for you is not a great idea because you yeah. totally have well, the capacity to do so. Yeah, I'm not really, I don't really expect you to like translate mm-hmm. what happened and everything, but I'm just trying to figure out whether... I guess, like you're saying, with the trust thing, like, is this really just dreaming this random stuff? Or, like, some of of it seems super real, and some of it was just kind of like, okay, what was that? I think think stay with the the basic theme of the message of the dream. Your guides are working very hard to communicate with you, and they, for whatever reason, the two of you may have some challenges with direct conversation when you're awake. And so they know that you're a good sleeper and that they can get in there into your subconscious mind so well that when you wake up, you have memory of the experience. And it's very felt. I mean, it feels so real. Uh And and so it's authentic. And so I would stay with the information that you had and, and I would even be in the energy of it because I think more information will come from being in that experience rather than trying to push it away. Because that takes a lot of energy to push away something that is really meaningful for you. Right. So I would sit with it and kind of conjure up the feelings that you had from the dream, maybe take notes about it. That's what I do when I have very proficient dreams. I write down, I write every detail of the dream down. Yeah, I wrote it all down this morning. Congratulations. That's lovely. I can, like like you were saying, like vividly remember like the feelings and what was going on. And I Uh can do that. And it actually feels really good. Okay. uh, So that's another sign that it's all working out beautifully and you did such a good job. The fact that it feels good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Thanks, Marie. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Now let's go to Kim in St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hello. Hi. How are you, Kim? Sorry. Um, I am good. Good. I, ironically, I, too, am calling about a dream. Oh, perfect. See, um, I'm telling you, we're all on the same wavelength. <laughs> Even though you're yes. in St. Louis and someone was in California and we have people from Oregon and New York waiting to get on the air, too. So this is lovely. Okay. Well, and, 
and you, I, I missed, I believe it was the first caller who was talking about skin issues. But, uh-huh. You know, that relates to me also. Lovely. But, so I'll listen later. But um, <laughs> So about this dream, you mm-hmm. were actually in it. Oh. <laughs> I am guessing that you were, like, my mind's representation from my, from my spirit guides. Sure. Um, I, so I was coming around a corner, and I see you, seemed like you were at a front of a group, maybe, you know, giving a lecture, and you're like, Kim. And, <laughs> but you seemed, you know, you were surprised, I was surprised, and then you're like, you, you were covering your mouth kind of like in a, like a, oh, God, you know, I've got to <laughs> tell you this sort of Right. Sometimes I am like that, by the way. I'm like, oh, shoot, I have to tell someone something. Shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so you were saying that um, in a few days you're going to receive some news and you're going to have to learn to live with it. Wow. And you seemed a little shaken. And then I was, you know, I woke up kind of startled and I was like, oh, you know, I... I read into things too much. Uh-huh. My head is too busy um, trying to figure things out. And I, so it's just frightened me. So I'm wondering if there is um, anything my spirit guides need to tell sure. me or I need to know. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so here's the interesting part, even though I was covering my mouth and all of those mm-hmm. things. What, what would you think if whatever it is that you have to learn, learn to live with, it was good news, not bad well, news? Well, see, I've wondered that too. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, I'd be okay with finding out I won, I won the lottery, you know, <laughs> something like that, or something really fantastic happened, which right. would be hard to live with, but yet fantastic. Well, and isn't that interesting about how I think humans have a challenge thriving? I think we know how to do things stressed over money and broken hearts and health issues. You know, we know how to make life work really well that way, but we don't always know how to make ourselves comfortable in the art of thriving. Mm -hmm. So I think whatever's coming down the pike is good news. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's bad news. Um, And I think it has to do with yourself. I think that Mm -hmm. you're going to discover something about yourself. And and here's what I keep picking up on, and it may not be exactly the way I'm going to describe it, but um, my guides or your guides are showing me something from my own memory. That's what they do sometimes. Intuition is many times communicated through your own life experiences so that you can understand more about whatever's coming through. Um, But I didn't want to be a woo-woo lady. I just wanted, Mm -hmm. you know, I did not want to be weird, any more weird than I already was. I wanted to be normal. You know, that's why I married an engineer and I became an RN and, you know, we live in the same house actually that I live in now, a little bit of Pleasantville in Kirkland, you know, this very, in a suburban kind of community. And yet I am happier than I could have possibly imagined being as weird and unusual and my own unique self. Mm -hmm. So I think this has to do with your own uniqueness, like something's going to come up and you're going to want to like stuff it under a rock. Mm -hmm. And you can, can, but I don't recommend it. Right. You're going to have to learn to live with it Mm -hmm. and not only just learn to live with it, learn to thrive with it. Right. So what do you think about that? Oh, that's awesome. Okay, great. So you <laughs> may... Sounds awesome. I'm, yeah. um, and it's like, okay, of course, I'm going to a literal factor now. Like, oh, I'm going to be like Marie. Why not? Um, I, I don't think there's why, anything wrong with that. No, I don't. I wouldn't mind. <laughs> um, although I... Oh, but you I say can't. that now, but, you know, to mm-hmm. tell people that you're a medium may feel awkward. Oh, no, I... I I'm already like a step okay. in there. You know, I do, I, I do massage. I Good. I've had experiences and, you know, in like this uh, metaphysical manner, spirit manner. Perfect. Perfect. Um, but I'm afraid to see them. I'm oh. afraid to see the spirit. Okay. When, but before I go to bed, and this has been happening for a long time, when my, um, I know I'm about to fall asleep when I start seeing faces. I love it. I just love it. And, 
So why don't you start in the next few days? Because you have to learn to live with this, running mm-hmm. into dead people all day long, which, mm-hmm. of course, I love. But, you know, other people are can be very uncomfortable with the idea, actually. You know, so so why don't you start talking to yourself about how happy you are to run into people who are no longer in a body even when you're at Starbucks, I don't know if there's. A, I'm sure there's Starbucks in St. Oh, Louis. <laughs> oh, sure. I, I don't. I don't go there, but I'm sure I'll be at other places. Right. So yeah. Time. So, because because it's just a thread, you know. Since you're falling enough to sleep, you're still conscious. It's just a thread, an energy thread, very very thin between you having them more consciously in your everyday life and visualizing all the faces that are surrounding you, hoping that you can deliver messages to their loved ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Just a very thin thread. Okay? Sounds cool. Thank okay, you. Okay, so exciting. Have a beautiful day and happy holidays. You too. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Bye. You're very welcome. Bye-bye. So we're going to take another break here on Marie Menu Cherry Show. We're taking late breaks in the show. Sorry about that. We're just having so much fun talking about everything under the stars. And we're going to have some more fun music to play. We'll be right back. It's truly a dream come true. Nowadays, you can go to just about any astrology website, type in your birth information, and download your chart. That's great, but how many of us know how to read it? Christopher Renstrom has created a course targeted for the person who's interested in astrology, but whose eyes glaze over whenever things start to get too technical and wordy. Join Christopher at his Beginning Astrology Weekend Workshop, February 25th and 26th, at the Courtyard on Lake Union. This class is perfect for those interested in learning about astrology, or perhaps even in becoming astrologers themselves one day. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. Therapist Jody Blackley talks about what's really going on in our relationships and how we teach others to treat us in a particular way. Lessen your relationship stress this holiday season and work toward positive solutions in the new year. Then Lisa Shield talks about the signs that you may have a Bigfoot in your backyard. There's more than footprints with this big guy. That's Manson Mitchell in the morning at 10, followed by the Gary Mann Show at 11 Pacific. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Radio with no added hormones or preservatives. All natural alternative talk, 1150 AM. the perfect song when we were going to break all about dreams and one's imagination that's lovely we are live here in seattle it's boot camp for the soul tuesday i'm marie manu cherry this is marie manu cherry and we're talking to people all over the country today so who do we have next on the line eric all right let's go down to portland and talk to linda 
Hi, Linda. How are you? Hi, Marie. Um, I just want to thank you for that class on um, 11-11. It really did open some doors. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for driving from Portland to Seattle to take the class. Thank you so much. And, you know, I've been trying for many, many years to let go, let my kids live their lives and not hold it in me and control it. But um, I've had to foreclose kind of on my son because they have, I bought a house for them to live mm-hmm. in and I haven't paid. And it's, I'm going, I'm, I'm trusting that it's okay. It'll it all is. work out. I know it will, but there's just times when I can't breathe. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, I get so afraid. I know, you know, you have been a really phenomenal and you are a phenomenal mother. You really, you care about your children. You, you know, the love that you have for them is so incredibly deep. But sometimes we over-nurture our kids. I know, it's, and I feel like I really not allowed them to have their own power. I think that's a really great way of looking at it, too. Over-nurturing is, you know, does limit a person's ability to make choices for themselves and to find their own stand in life, right? So everything you're doing, even though it feels uncomfortable and, and you don't want to cause them any pain or cause a rift between the two of you, I think that's sometimes why parents in particular over nurture because there's all this is internal fear that they're not going to be loved by their children. And I've certainly been that way. If I hadn't learned how to say no, when I got divorced, all my kids would be driving brand new Beamers right now. They'd all have the latest (laughs) and greatest cell phone. They'd be, you know, traveling the world without me, you know, at my, on my dime. Um, but I learned how to say no. Otherwise I'm sure, you know, if I waited long enough, I would have bought them their first house too. So, um, so even though it's uncomfortable, now I think you get to move into a really amazing place in your life where you feel more authentic love in your family, where there can be more honest conversations about your limits and what you need for you and how you would love to be shown love from them and more respect. Um, well, I, I know all of my children are in unhealthy relationships, mm-hmm. and I know that's what I've always done. Mm-hmm. And, I believe you said you know when you heal yourself, that helps everyone else in your it your does ancestors and your children to heal also. It, it you know healing and in, in, you know individual healing because we're all part of the whole does affect everything right. in the universe. But one of the things because I don't want you to feel guilty, you know, just because your children are not um, in what you, know, you consider that's my big thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I did? I sat down with my kids one, at one point and I said, you know, obviously I've made mistakes and. I said, when you turn 18, I just want you to know that the mistakes that I've made that may cause you burden or pain or challenges, you need to fix them. I can't. You know, I've, I've already did whatever I did, and I'm very sorry, and I'm happy to listen, but you're the one who's going to need to go get therapy or go get energy work or find a good friend to talk about because I can't fix it. You have It's now yours, you know, and you have to fix it from your own place. So it's very important that we allow our children to take responsibility for their own lives because everybody's doing the best they can. I know you've done the very best you could with what you've known and your children have to heal themselves. Right. I know that. I was, my youngest son, the one I'm worried about is my second to the last son, but my youngest son just also out of work in a bad relationship, but he started a job doing a roof. And as I'm doing this letting go exercises and putting light around them and that they'll be safe and they'll listen to their guides, which I know they don't do right now, but hopefully they will, that um, 
I had this dream, woke up at 4 o'clock in the morning, terrified that he was falling. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I know he's on a roof, and here he is falling. But the next, that morning, I was with Kathy and Kayla. Mm-hmm. And yes. when I said this dream, Kayla says, that means he's floating away from you. He didn't land, did he? I said, no, he was just like falling and floating. She goes, then he's great. He's floating away, and he's yeah. on his own, and he's good. I thought, Thank goodness, Kayla, I could breathe again. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, it, I, I think, too, we also, and I agree, we, we can't prevent things from happening to other people. You no. know, even if someone falls off a roof, there's something mm-hmm. that they're learning in all of that. And, and sometimes we work so hard to prevent our children from experiencing pain, but then they don't get to really grow or evolve or expand because growth. Yeah. yeah. And, and so why not not worry about what he's doing in life? Why not having, why do you have to always surround him with white light if you're doing it out of fear? I, I would only do it if it feels out of like pleasurable and fun and just mm. pure love, not out of, you know, fear. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> A new way to look at things. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. Oh, my gosh. I, I think now that you're going to, you know, surround people with bright light when it feels joyful, I think that's going to reduce your anxiety because then that's pressure and expectations that you have to take care of them and and secure their safety. Otherwise, they're doomed. That's a lot of responsibility. Every being is their own person, no matter how many mothers they've had and all the incarnations they've had. They are responsible for their own lives. Always. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'll see you in uh, Portland for um, book signings. I know. I called Kathy right away. So guess what? She's coming. Yeah. I'll be there on my birthday, actually, in late March. March yeah. So I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Love to you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're headed east now to talk to Sharon in New York. Hi, Hi Sharon. Hi. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm I get good. to talk you know me, to you. Right? I do. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... I had this amazing. Who's picking up the kids? <laughs> because you told me that you can't listen, call in the show because you have to pick up the kids. Uh, I know, but they're downstairs with the babysitter, so awesome. Sort of Bust in at any moment. But we'll okay, see. okay. So you had these um, great experiences, yes. So I did this. Um, it's kind of like a hypnotic uh, regression thing. Talk about dreams, just sort of for research for the book that I'm writing. Yes. Where you get sort of hypnotized and you kind of go into trance state, and you're supposed to sort of think of what might be previous lifetimes and what you learn from that. And it was. Uh, it's almost hard to to describe because it went from this sort of horrible little lifetime as a orf, you know, as a mm-hmm. sort of orphan girl who didn't have any love whatsoever, and then died of basically of of being left in the cold, Aww. and then it kind of zoomed up and had this whole other whole like dimension, which is kind of blew my mind, um, and. Uh, and I'm sort of processing it. I don't know. I I could try to describe it, but it's a, it's it's almost it's sort of sort of almost beyond words. But it was right. a really joyful experience of kind of oh, I forgot. I kept forgetting about this. You know, I in that in that lifetime or in life, I forget, and I'm looking outside for all this love and, and needing all this stuff, and I keep forgetting um, about sort of the true nature. Wow. Um, and. All of that stuff. So I was just wondering, because I'm still riding high, and and I don't know about confused by it, but I guess processing, if uh, you had any guidance or guides had any guidance about about that experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I love is that, you know, what, 
the things that you're writing about, you're actually having real experiences about, which is really healthy for you as an individual. Because you're right, it's hard to describe those moments in time. It reminds me of the movie Contact. I don't know if you've ever seen that with Jodie Foster. A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And she has this dimensional jump and she's with her father, you know, who has passed away. And everything's peaceful and calm and beautiful. And she's just in awe of the experience. And, and I think that's what you had. You had a, a major connection with your soul that reminded you of things that are really true and dear for you. And then you come back to earth, you know, you come back to your body, you land in, and now you're trying to, you know, understand it from our mental capacity. And those events are very difficult to understand from a mental capacity. They're not meant to be experienced that way. They're meant to be experienced from what you experienced in that moment, in that regression that you had that allowed you to let go of the kids, your work, your husband, your home, and everything else that you are very busy with so that you could just be what you truly are, you know, an incredible being of existence, having a human reality at this time, at this moment. So I think Uh processing it actually takes us away from the experience. Returning back to that experience over and over again, I think, is what's most helpful. And I think what your guides wanted you to have from that experience is to let you know without a shadow of a doubt is that there is so much more, more than anything that we could possibly express that's happening deeply within our own dimension, but deeply outside of our own dimension, that I don't think we'll ever know the end of all of it. it. There's just so much. It's so big. So just to get a glimpse of that. Yeah, and to and to re like you're riding high on the wave of it. It's it brought you great peace and happiness, and that's what it was meant to do. It's a true experience that you had minus your human reality. That is true for everyone. If people would allow themselves, whether it's through a regression or just in, being in the moment, being present, we can have moments that are so freeing and so delicious that we forget you know, the things that are not those things that we try so hard to understand and figure out and organize and repair, that they're really not necessary. I mean, all the energy that we put into them is really not necessary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what I think. Is that helpful? Yes. Yes, that is helpful. No, it it feels like a real experience. I think when I went into the thing, I was like, well, I don't know about this thing, but (laughs) I should do it. And, you know, I don't, it doesn't even matter how it ended up happening, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's helpful. And I guess it's, it's not thinking so much about it, but, yeah. just, but just kind of feeling it. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's also, you know, one of the things we're learning and as we're moving into 2012, because humans are expanding their consciousness, whether they're aware of it or not. There's a massive um, expansion of consciousness for the human race. And feeling in the moment is really the key to our contentment and our inner peace, Not all the things that we think about, but just really being present. Like when you write, you know, when you're really in that zone of writing, it's um, pleasure for you. Mm -hmm. It's heaven. Yeah. And we can actually have that moment even when we're pumping gas into our car or grocery shopping or buying Christmas presents or decorating a tree or any of those things that are a part of our lists, you know, that seem to be endless and time consuming. If we can just allow ourselves to breathe and to be present and to allow that energy into our moment then we can feel like you did, which is heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Oh, my gosh. It's so nice I got to talk to you during the middle of your day in New York. I so appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Marie. Yeah, and love to your whole family. Oh, thanks a lot. Have a great day. Bye-bye. 
All right, back a little closer to home here with Christy in Kenmore. Hi, Christy. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I was just calling to see um, my spirit guides that's around me. I know yeah. I, have, I have to be listening because i got to tell you this story. <laughs> okay. Sunday, you'll love it. Okay. okay. Sunday, I came up to a red light over uh-huh. there in Bothell, and the, my light turned green, and I must have waited three to five seconds. And before I started to go forward, my son was on the right side. Before I started to go forward, this car ripped through the intersection, <gasps> ran a red light at about 40 miles an hour, and it was like only 6.15 in the evening. I went, holy, I said, I just saved ourselves. And I thought, it must have been the angels or somebody. But, I mean, I paused three to five seconds before I started to go forward. Beautiful, so anyway. <laughs> beautiful. And that is how spirit guides work. A lot of people think that when we're about to get into some, and we're so happy you, you and your son are safe and well. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're about to get into some potential danger, you know, we always think that the angels or our guides are going to, oh, my gosh, watch out, you know, scream at us. But they don't because even death is not considered a bad thing. But when mm-hmm. it's not your time and if you're present, then mm-hmm. then you, you know, you don't put your foot on the gas pedal. You look mm-hmm. over at your beautiful son or mm-hmm. you have a, a moment and then life can happen and not the end of your life because it's not time for either of you to go. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That's how guides work. And and that's, that's why it's... Okay. Yeah, that's exactly how they work. Absolutely. Some people, like, let's say, how I've experienced it is a few times I've almost stepped out into traffic crossing a street where there was a speeding car, mm-hmm. even though the walk sign was visible, because mm-hmm. I don't wait. I just put my foot down. I'm, like, waiting for that white person on the crosswalk to show up. I'm not a very patient person. And mm-hmm. I have felt several times like um, pressure up against my stomach or my chest. Mm-hmm. And that's an indicator for me to don't step down now. Now I could push through that. I could physically push through that, but I choose not to. I choose to pay attention to the physical resistance I'm feeling or what feels physical to me. And then lo and behold, the speeding car will go right past where I mm-hmm. would have been moments earlier. So that's beautiful. Congratulations. Thank that's you. lovely. Well, anyway, I was wondering if um, if you have any names of my guys or, you sure. know, I guess. Uh, oh, here's my belief about it. I, I think the names are really quite personal for the individual. Oh, okay. So they don't care if you call them peanut butter. And I really mean okay. that. They they don't okay. care. <laughs> they, no. And I think you have eight guides, by the way. Okay. Eight. And that means that you're very lucky. And I don't mean just from this near miss, mm-hmm. unfun potential. But mm-hmm. I just think you have a lot of luck no matter what. And what your guides are telling me is that you need to embrace that more. Yeah, you you embrace the fact that you're a lucky person. Sometimes you make life a little bit more dramatic than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that you're really lucky. So if you could embrace that you have natural luck, it might even help you look back into your life uh, about how fortunate things have happened over and over again for you. And I don't mean missing a, a running car, but maybe even regarding school or monies or trips or something mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that you can start to take accurate inventory of the fact that you're a fortunate person. And eight is the affinity sign. So people who have eight guides tend to be really lucky. Like I think my ex-husband has eight guides. I'm sure of it actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice to know. Thank you. But anyway, so I must be, I must be listening because it, yes. it happened. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, thank you. Yes. And happy holidays. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we've got just about three minutes, but I think we can quickly can talk be to quick. okay. Ben in Seattle. Hi, Ben. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I'm great. Thank you. So here's my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that long ago, I was really um, doing some great work learning about my guides and, and developing my relationship with my guides, and I felt like I was really close to 
um, being able to incorporate them in my lives in a real, 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 uh, really wrong way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things happen, and I, I kind of lost track a little bit, and other mm-hmm. things took my focus. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, probably two or three years later, uh, I find myself in a situation where I really am kind of longing to get back Good. connected Good. with my guys. You know, yeah. so again, things yeah. happen in my life, and I really kind of could use their support. Right. But I am having such a hard time getting back connected right. to them. Well, here's what they keep talking about. They keep saying, slow down. And I don't mean you and I talking, but they keep saying, slow down, slow down. So that means to me that your life is probably fairly hectic right now. It's also really difficult to hear wisdom when we're super, super busy. It's it's hard for us to sense our connection. Do you meditate at all? Um, that's one of the pieces that I'm trying to yeah. get back into the habit yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so- it's... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. It's great. So if meditation is challenging right now, and I think it's because your life is so busy, your energy just is on high gear. So that makes it difficult to to kind of slow down. I would go ahead and get like a DVD on Qigong, which is a form of meditation with movement. And I think that's how how you're going to be able to sense that connection with your guides again. Okay. Okay? That is very helpful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Great. So we're sorry we can't get to everyone's phone call today, um, but we were able to get to quite a few today, so I'm always grateful for that. On Thursday, I will be interviewing Adam Seward. He actually has a regular show here on KKNW. He's a, a therapist, and he wrote a lovely book called Embracing Silence, so he will be here on the show with me. I'm looking forward to that. And on December 29th, the girls, that means my daughters, I know, I need to change my language because they're young women now. They and I will be in the studio taking your calls and talking about our lives together. So thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Joyful blessings until Thursday. Bye-bye.